very excited for today um this show this concept this idea of doing a live audit uh is a challenge but something i'm very excited to do with you all today and i think is a really exciting different type of content now i'm not doing this all by myself so i am joined today uh by garrett uh justice so head of marketing at lucid press really sharp guy tons of background in brand product demand generation and he's going to be joining me as we do a genuinely live audit and strategy for a leading SaaS organization. Now, the way we're gonna break this down is we're gonna initially do our research. So um, like we got an RFP from a legal team and we didn't get any access, so we're gonna do live research. We're then gonna give you our first impression, kind of quick glance, how we got there and why. Deep dive, so really getting into their website and what we think we can do different. From there, we're gonna come up with three cornerstone pillars if we were CMO for a day or maybe even a year, what would we focus on and why? And then how does that create a bright new future for this organization? It's going to be a fun, exciting journey. Um, Garrett and I have genuinely not seen the firms. And so I'm going to share my screen right now. I'm and excited. we are going. Let's get into this. Let's do it, right? Let's go. Um, it's going to be an exciting time. So I'm going to share this. And. I had to I had to lift my desk up so I could be standing. I couldn't be sitting down. So I'm standing, I'm up, Garrett, I'm ready to go. All right, I, I'm i gonna stand with you. Let's do this together. We're both gonna stand, this is perfect. So can, every, uh, can you see my screen, Garrett? Yep, got it. Okay, we are going to either do Gusto, MailChimp, Slack, Blastor, Zoom, or Shopify. Some big name companies there, I'm ready for it. Is there is there one, Garrett, that you'd rather do today? Is there one you're hoping it lands on? Man, uh, no. I'll just I'm excited to see what what where we get what we get, you know? All right, let's do it. Here's the spinner. Oh man, the anticipation. No way. All Slack. Right. All right. All right. So we are doing Slack today. Um now let's talk quickly and i'm gonna share my screen and let's figure out what people are saying about slack right so what i know about slack from a high level is we are competing with teams right we have to essentially figure out why are people selecting teams i've been in their ads 24 7 as i'm watching football games and we got slack so as an initial review let's go to g2 mm -hmm. and let's go check out slack reviews so what i wanted to do on our first impression is oh and they love it they already have it right here so let's go just right into the comparison since we're in this kind of unique market love it so market segments enterprise okay and then we have slack small business now from my conversations i've ever had with every cmo ever they love to go upstream so my initial thought here garen i love your feedback is that we need to do a good job figuring out how to get away from just small business and go mid-market and enterprise. What do you think? 
Yeah, I think that's absolutely right. Let's do it. Okay. So let's see. What do we know about them? Ease of admin, ease of setup. What do you use, by the way, Garrett? Are you using one of these? We use we use Slack internally. So definitely familiar with it. I mean, they're they're one of the leaders right now. And some other things, you know, they, they got a pretty strong brand. They've invested a lot in that. Um, they have some good materials out there and everything else. So yeah, I'm excited to dive into this one and, and kind of break down what else could we do for them. I love that. And I think one of the core parts we should be aware of, right? I, one of the things I do see a big difference on is uh, positioning around like Microsoft Teams, you don't need to have Zoom. You can just use Teams. While mm -hmm. Slack, I use use. Do you, do you use Zoom as well? Correct. Yeah, I do. Okay. So we could definitely look at that. And then company size, majority small business versus majority enterprise. So definitely something to look at. Then a lot of IT, right? So a lot of resellers, Microsoft has always been big, especially with the Azure product and going through IT resellers compared to Slack, which is going directly after the tech space as its primary segment. And one um, thing I would I would say about Slack too that's really unique about them they have a unique model where you know their play has always been about individual adoption with that freemium play and then you consolidate and roll it up into an enterprise account so they're they're really targeting some of those end users rather than initially trying to just sell tops down to you know like an IT buyer and so that's yep. a different type of marketing different type of things that we're thinking about you know when you compare it to Microsoft Teams. I love that. So let's go off to that first impression. So we got a little bit of research here. Um, let's go do that first impression. I think the team has something for us. Yeah, I love it. Okay, let's dive in. So when we look at slack.com, a couple things I'm always curious about is how are we communicating our value and is it clear of how you can work with us, right? So what I see, and it speaks all obviously to how they position themselves in the market, is like you were saying, right? Try for free. Big kind of initial free positioning. Now, mm -hmm. I think it's important that we pull up teams as well, because this is one of those really weird markets where there really are. Is there a third player that I'm not aware of? Or is it really just Microsoft Teams or Slack? You know, I think that there's some smaller ones that are in there, but um, those two are the leaders. You know, looking okay. at enterprise segment in G2, I have that pulled up right now too. And like, those are the clear two leaders right now in the space. Okay, I love that. So we got Microsoft Teams right here. Sign up for free, sign in, come together. Much more like traditional featured-based copy for bottom of funnel positioning, a lot of this kind of stuff. So I think to me, it's interesting at a super high level, let's see who's winning kind of the SEO game uh, amongst the two and kind of look at how they're positioning themselves and what that means. So um, one of the, wow, that is a crazy URL structure that Microsoft is going with here. That's okay. how Microsoft is. They're always a little bit crazy in their URL structure. Oh yeah, no kidding. I haven't ever audited either of these before actually. I've never done a proposal with either organization. And so definitely interesting to work. And I want to share this because everybody can kind of see us work together. Now, I'd love to get your feedback here. When we're looking, I think I'm going to have to get the subdomain right for you, Garrett. So one sec. Who's going to probably strip it? Yeah. 
No, I didn't. Cool. So one of the things I like to do is get an understanding of teams and then non. So I want to get rid of Microsoft. I want to get rid of teams. So immediately I can get a pretty better understanding of how essentially they're driving organic traffic uh, on competitive queries. Mm -hmm. And then here we're going to exclude Slack. So let's go back over here. Oh, looks like we got to get rid of. Oh, no. Now it unremoved us. So let's go back to including URL containing and then this massive URL string that we got here. And let me just confirm that they keep it within there. No, they don't. Okay. So I'm just going to keep it within this subfolder here of Microsoft Teams. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's stick within this part of the website. This is definitely a harder part of auditing enterprise software with multiple product lines, mm -hmm. but not impossible. So what Garrett kind of, when we take a look at this, kind of stands out to you initially when we're kind of looking here. I don't see anything around communication. I don't either. And, I, and what I'm looking at too is, you know, the what's the category terms that are like more intent too, right? Yep. There's a lot of terms right now that are probably high volume, but more top of funnel. I mean, I don't see anything initially. I'm trying to look closer, but instant messaging software, business or enterprise in messaging software. I mean, there's some of that in there. Team, team, team messenger. messenger. That's a weird like free chat. Is not necessarily that it's kind of weird. So at a high level, I'm not seeing a ton of bottom of funnel positioning. And I mean, if you look at the traffic and the traffic cost for how massive Microsoft Teams in, I'm talking billion dollar company, to have less traffic costs than Lucid Press, I'm mm -hmm. guessing is kind of a shocker. I, I am definitely shocked to see this. Um, okay. Which which also tells me that maybe that it's not a big focus. You know, organic's not a might not be a big focus for them. They're kind of relying on their super high domain authority and their brand awareness for Microsoft Teams rather than driving a, a ton of, you know, inbound traffic through strategically placed, you know, organic pages. Well, yeah. And I mean, it looks like they're allergic to words to a certain extent. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm all for more like digestible copy, but I mean, it's almost like we ran out of money and forgot to pay the writer. Like I haven't ever seen this thin of content in my entire career. Have you ever seen a page like this? It's pretty thin. I don't know. I mean, I think that's one of those things that uh, as a big, well-known brand, you can get away with, but doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing to do, right? Well, it definitely doesn't mean you're going to rank. Exactly. So I think initial analysis here, right? And we're going to look at Slack, but I do think it's important to understand Teams. So let's now... Now we have an idea, right? I think that gives us, at least to me, a pretty instantaneous high level understanding of like, cool, we got feature pages, we have some content. Um, let's go lastly see, well, we can do this on Slack. So pivoting over to Slack, 
We got features content. Now, there's no mega menu, right? So we're not internally linking to our features. Let's see if we even have individual feature pages. Okay, so we have brand level features. This is our team chat. So here you have real copy, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of stuff where I think probably more used to seeing, but they do seem to be playing a little bit of copycat, right? Two column layout, literally mm -hmm. like, check this out. Yeah, very similar, huh? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Okay. So let's go look at SCM Rush here on Slack and see kind of what we've got. Um, Loom as an integration, which is interesting. Trello, I want to say integrations. I'm not, so apps is there, uh, let's uh, bookmark this as an opportunity in the future, reviewing the subfolder on apps to see mm -hmm. kind of how well they can do on the integration play, because it seems like that's something they're going after. But to me, just looking at this initially, I also am not seeing a lot around chat and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so let's see how they break out their folders. Now they aren't using subfolders. You know, some things I'm gonna call out too that as we're looking yeah. at this, I do like that both of them have, you know, large screenshots of the product that you can actually see it before signing up and getting into it, get an idea. It kind of entices you to jump in. Um, yep. Something else that kind of stands out to me on both of their pages, I like to do, you know, just like the three second, five second test, right? So if yep. I were to come to their homepage, not know what they do with, which both of these, most people know what they do. So there's a little yep. more leniency when you have some of that brand awareness and category awareness, but in, in that three seconds, can I read that H1 and the description line and understand right away? Could my grandma read it and understand right away what they do? I think both of them are a little bit weak. I think that they've gone towards more towards the, this is where work happens is what Slack has. And I think it's okay to have some of that playful copy, but you got to have that good description underneath it of exactly yep. the value. And I think that that might be an opportunity to tighten this up and improve it. Again, as a company grows and evolves, you can have a little bit more leniency in that because people know who you are. Who are. Oh yeah. Did I lose you, Gert? Looks like I was on, I was muted there for a minute. I'm good. I'm back on. So okay. what I was just saying is I'm just always that I'm just always a, a stickler for clarity. Like it's all about clarity, especially in that homepage. And I think that both of those H ones could use a little bit of work. A hundred percent. I entirely agree. And I think what I wanted to see here too, is like how we do around the kind of query around chat. Like what does this page rank for? And what I'm finding is like, there isn't a term they've gone so heavy on brand on both of them that they're not really even competing in a search engine results page. Like notice this bottom of funnel page on team chat, which in theory, right? Traditionally to bottom of funnel search is going to be a huge driver for them. Isn't really doing anything. So I think a cool thing to do is like really understand, are they trying to do it through features? Or I think we need to also look here at the solutions tab to really get that understanding of like, where is Slack trying to think about organic or is it even on their radar? Mm -hmm. Collaboration solutions, pretty cool. Best task management app. They're not really a task management app, so that's interesting. Channel program management. 
that to me is still a weird query. Yeah, see, there's like this weird gap I'm seeing where they haven't decided to go after organic at the bottom of funnel. Okay. Mm -hmm. So when I'm sitting here and thinking, I would say one of the first things we got to understand is, is there an opportunity to leverage the fact that we have this massive brand with amazing authority, easy access product to go to the bottom of funnel around messaging software, team communication software. I'm not seeing us rank for any of those competitive queries that I know have volume. Does that make sense, Garrett? Yeah, for sure. You know, it's interesting too. I just pulled up just to look real quick, similar web, um, which is yep. another, you know, site like what you're using just to, just to look and 95 plus percent of Slack's um, traffic on desktop is direct. It's, it's only two and a half percent is coming from search. Right. And so there's, yep. there can be pros and cons that could identify an opportunity. But if you look at the total volume too of the terms that people are searching, you know, the goal of, I think every company is you become such a well-known brand that people search out for your name directly. You increase the branded search even more than like the, the, the searches per month outpace even like the category searches. So I'd be really interested to be able to dive in and understand that a little bit more. I don't know if we'll have time to do it today, but I'd love to understand like what's the volume of the monthly search for some of these bottom of funnel category type keywords versus, you know, how many people are searching for Slack or Slack download or login, whatever per month. No, I love that. And I think I would say our first pillar has to be how do we do a better job capturing the demand our brand already created. Mm -hmm. So, cause hundred percent, you're right, right? Like Slack can outpace, if more people search for Slack than team messaging, we've won. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean there's not money still sitting on the table. If we aren't driving awareness and positioning on those types of queries, does that kind of make totally sense? Agree. Yep, totally agree. And so now what I think is interesting to do is let's go, that's the bottom, right? Let's see if we can't swim a little bit upstream and say, cool, how are we then approaching our content and our brand? Because everyone knows us and everyone uses us, yet are we helping people work better together? Because I think that's like a higher thing we can appeal to, right? I got to interview um, CMO over at Front App the other day, and I thought their ability, right, to appeal to impact when your team and your customers connect, like that to me is a much more appealing thing and you can start to tell that story of how they help people work together. I'm intrigued to see if Slack's able to tell that story. Does that make sense? Totally. And actually going back to to them, what I noticed too when you showed their website is, you know, that had they had a really good description. Um, so yep. they have that one that first H1 is really like catch your attention, but then they have a really good description about this is what we are, this is what we do. This is the value that you would expect to get from us. And I feel like that's part of what I was alluding to earlier that Slack's missing a little bit. A hundred percent. I want to see if then, if they don't get on the homepage, they really get it somewhere else. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I see a lot right here. We're talking about ourselves. Why use Slack? Slack 101 using Slack. This isn't quite the same, right? We're not appealing Slack basics, Slack tips, right? And then blog. Let's see in collaboration. I mean, they're kind of writing their own kind of success here. Mm -hmm. How we navigated an acquisition deal. Slack helps block. It's all about Slack. Mm -hmm. I, I can't see anything where they appeal to something broader. And I can't help but think that if they're not appealing to something broader at this stage in their brand journey, it's no shock that 
teams is taking market share because if we aren't fully integrated right to a collaborative work environment like microsoft 360 right like or microsoft 365 whatever it is mm-hmm. we're we're fragmented right we got google over here who could launch a messaging app and probably screw it up at any time but could still and that would eat into us because they still have that unified google like admin right at g suite and then you got microsoft here and then slacks is in the play independent player but it's like they're choosing not to have a voice. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. see Slack like putting their flag in the ground, saying this is what we stand for. Mm-hmm. We're independent and we're badass. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's kind of like, here's Slack and here's why we're great. And don't get me wrong, they have a world class product, and they obviously are just entirely product centric. This looks like the one piece of content that is a little more enterprise, right? When we were talking about earlier mm-hmm. and can fit. So I, I don't know, you tell me to agree with this, but I think the second pillar is we got to have our content stand for something and we got to start talking less about ourselves. What do you mm-hmm. think about that? Yeah, I like it. Let's do it. I think that's a great yeah. pillar. You know, the other thing that I would, I would say um, on that front is I read an article the other day about how one of the reasons why Slack potentially is losing some market share right now is i mean it's there's a lot of like unique terminology when it comes to using slack there's a learning curve for people who are just starting out using slack you got to learn what a channel is and and like to never you know at everyone in the channel in the general channel and like there's this whole terminology and ecosystem that people have to to learn and pick up i don't see them like addressing that at all and it'd be interesting to understand, especially, you know, the scope of this market, how important is ease of use and adoption and how do they compare to teams, for example. And I don't see any content addressing that. I'm sure there might be something out there on a blog or something like that. But that's that seems like an opportunity for improvement, maybe from a product perspective, but definitely at least from a messaging and positioning perspective. If they if they are more full featured, they should be talking about how they're more full featured than a team's or more powerful than a team's in that instance, rather than the ease of use, right? So I w- I would love to see more of that that helps play into it as well. Well, I think what Teams is doing so well, right? Is like simplify your workday. They're showing something that we all know in Microsoft Word, and then how Teams fits in. Let's see, right? Because I don't even see because their positioning is so much more. I don't want to say enterprise, but more enterprise than I'm really interested. Notice there's not like a big enterprise thing here. Like I can't find anything talking about maybe on plans and pricing. Let's see. Yeah, there's not like, so Slack is trying to prove that they're enterprise. Well, everybody already knows that Microsoft is. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. So let's see how well they talk to, I think some of the stuff you're talking about, which is like adoption, right? Like how well, how adoptable is our product? And they have all the products up, they have these things, but where's the white papers, right? Like where's the traditional enterprise buying communication? IDC, Slack Connect, what is enterprise grid? under resources up there. I mean, they do have some some there. Um, they have some webinars, it looks like, and some other things. You know, I, yeah. wonder, I wonder too, if part of that is 
Again, their play is individual adoption by individuals and small teams, and then they can roll those in to yeah. enterprise accounts. But I think it is an opportunity for improvement um, to have more of that enterprise-related content if that's the ultimate goal for them there. Yeah, I mean, I think they're trying to make it front and center to me. I mean, it appeals like they put a lot of effort in this. So I've given two pillars, right? I've talked about bottom of funnel positioning with organic and the fact that our solution and feature pages aren't built to rank and are not ranking. So we're losing market share that our brands built. Like Slack is synonymous with team communication, yet captures no share of market for team communication. We talked about how their content Slack, 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 not value, 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 or benefit, benefit. And they're telling a lot of customer stories but not necessarily without the bias. So Garrett, in your mind, what's that third pillar? What, what's the third pillar you would focus on if you showed up and you're the new CMO of Slack when it comes to kind of their search marketing? You know, um, the first thing that actually comes to mind for me, and so you tell me how, I don't know how much we can do this today, but the first thing that comes to mind for me is actually, um, I don't see anything on there about any sort of like, I mean, they have something about webinars on there, but I don't see any sort of like, they, they talk about teams, team building, collaboration. Well, where is the evidence that they are building a community and experiences like that? And I mean, they do stuff like that, but it's hard to find that. You can go to their webinars and you can see something, but you know, I would love to see something more about, it's hard to do in-person events now, but more of that front and center about how they're living some of those values and building um, a team. And I think that's a way that they could further strengthen their brand and differentiate themselves from what Microsoft Teams has. I love that. So if I'm hearing you correctly, we need to be positioned at the bottom of the funnel. We have this amazing brand. Yeah, we're not fully monetizing it because we aren't positioned, number one. Number two, we aren't standing for everything. And number three, we can't capture the value of if we did stand for something because we have no community. And so there's not a way to really build a cult following like Rome or other of these weird products that are coming to the market where they have this cult community. Because I feel like I'm a cult user of Slack, but I've never once interacted with the Slack brand. Have you, Garrett? Like, no, I haven't. Same. Yeah. Like, I love the product, right? I'm a firm believer in it, but I've never been brought together by their product with mm -hmm. a greater Slack community. And I think that's a great third pillar and so what i'd love to say then i'm going to just kind of stop sharing my screen because i think this was a really cool process is i think number one we got to figure out how we can get away from just brand because not that brand is bad i mean that's the pinnacle mm -hmm. the fact that they got there and didn't have to do anything else is special right let's not marginalize the fact that they did what we're all trying to do, right? Like Slack, like, oh yeah, just Slack it to me. Like the second people are using your brand name synonymous with like the product you sell, you've made it. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty special. But then like, what did they do with it? That's the weirdest part to me. Like when we're looking at it together, it's like we grew this brand, but then we never really invested in content outside of brand. Like we never invested in acquisition driven content. It's yeah. all just product content. And then we never stood for anything. We never planted a flag. Like if you think about everything going around us in 2020, it doesn't seem to me that they took any stance. I didn't see anything on diversity. If you think about a team collaboration and communication and productivity tool mm -hmm. to not bring diversity to the forefront of that. Yeah. Seems like a miss in 2020. Like imagine if Slack ran the same campaigns that Nike did. 
Are you telling me they couldn't have had a similar effect with the same brand resonance they have and they just decided not to? That's interesting to me. And then third, I think your point, community. Like you and I love Slack, yet I'm not sure I've ever like interacted with Slack. Have you ever had an actual experience with Slack? I have not. Nope. I don't know if anyone has. If you yeah. think about it. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, going back to your first pillar and your first point, as you kind of sum that up, and I think it's interesting thinking about that. In, in marketing, there's typically brand building activities and sales activation activities, right? Most companies struggle building out the brand because they're so focused on sales activation activities. Slack is interesting because they built out the brand, but they're struggling in the sales activation. And the holy grail is when you can bring those both together because brand helps you to you know, be able to increase your cost and accelerate some of those sales activation activities when they're working together, right? And so it's an interesting example to me of most of us struggle on the opposite end of it, but Slack's actually one where they hit the brand, it seems like, but they're failing on that sales activation side. And so again, it just ties back to, and you gotta have both of those things locked arm in arm in order to be really successful and build a really strong marketing strategy. 100%. I think the last thing I'd love to hear out of you, Garrett, is like, how do I explain this? You got these three things, right? We have this, and we've done great with our brand, but we're not capturing, like, it kind of reminds me of like, like Drift. I've looked at Drift before. Like Drift does this amazing job of being really good. Like, like what a lot of people in the space call like F- VSB, like very small business, like self onboarding. Same idea, right? Really free product, easy to self onboard. Now Drift, you can put on a website and not have to get anybody else on it to leverage it, right? Like Slack has to not only get you to sign up, but you to invite people or else who are you chatting with, right? Mm-hmm. So there's like that whole thing. But they have this great product. So what do you do first, right? Do you focus on community first, Garrett, if you show up? Do you focus on like what you're gonna stand for as a brand since you're just your brand is like Xerox, like like you're a Xerox machine. You're like, you know what I mean? Like you are what you are and you're nothing else. Do you start there? Or do you start on like doing a better job with like Google Ads positioning, review site positioning, organic, bottom of funnel? What what do you think you focus on first? So if I was coming into Slack today and kind of taking charge of what they had, I think that they've done a pretty good job on building a brand. They must have good, strong core values. It's now about how you leverage that brand to accelerate and get more business. There might be a little tightening up you need to do in terms of like clarity there on some of those brand principles and values. But it's now how do you bring that to the forefront and help tie into again those sales activation activities. So I'd focus on some of the latter stuff of what you said and make sure your brand is really strong and apparent through that. You're talking less about yourself, more about the needs of your customers. And so you can optimize for, you know, the bottom of funnel dollars brought in the door. And then like what we were talking about with community, I think that's another way to further amplify the strong brand that they've built if they can leverage that to now build an even stronger, tight-knit community, that's only going to fuel further inbound and strengthen some of those, you know, bottom of funnel sales activation things that you get into place. So, yep. no, I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, in closing, I've got the deck from the team. So the team has been listening to us this whole time. This is awesome. Put together a deck. So. What I want to do is share this deck with everyone, and then we're going to call it a day. So let's check out this deck. Um, and 
What's the research on? Ease of admin setup, solid brand, great materials, definitely popular in tech space, focused on the end buyer. I love that. Totally, mm -hmm. totally accurate. So what's the problem? What are we seeing? I think that Slack and Microsoft Teams are the clear leaders in the space. We're seeing a lot of branded terms, but not a lot of other competitive queries. Is organic search a focus at the bottom of the funnel? I would say definitely not right now. But at the top, right, I'm seeing a ton of Teams commercials. I haven't mm -hmm. seen anything Slack, right? So how are we fighting against the behemoth in the room in Microsoft? And then Slack has brand level features and a very similar layout to Microsoft Teams. There's room in the H1 to have more clarity and the H1 and H2 in that case, yep. Mm -hmm. And then the deep dive, how can we appeal to impact more? How can Slack tell the story that to their customers, why it makes their life easier? We aren't fully integrated, we're fragmented. Um, and there's a slight barrier for users to understand how to adopt Slack. I love that. Pillars. We need to get more for the brand we already created. We have to have content that stands for something. And we have to try to build a cult communities in power to promote us. Yep. I love it. So the brand is special. What do we do with it? How do we get it there? We just have to really dive into those core areas and bring essentially that stance and that culture and that opinion. And I think we do have to figure out how to get world-class sales development and enterprise sales so we do compete with Microsoft. But wow, that was amazing. Ooh. Very exciting. Very minutes. Yeah. And we did the whole thing in 30 minutes. Look at us. What a That's day. Awesome. Love it. Well, thank you so much for being on the SaaS Marketing Makeover, Garrett, as our first ever guest. This was an amazing time. And uh, roll the music. Thanks, Ashton. Thanks. Thanks.